TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thank you much. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's now uh, 4.06 on Wednesday afternoon. Thanksgiving Eve. Glad you're with us today at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station to be sure. Also at 106.3 WORD.com. At 101.5 FM in Anderson, at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. Our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. 71307. And glad you're a part of our get-together this afternoon here. Oh, uh, from, uh, from Money Penny here. My grandmother always made egg custard pies. Now, I don't know that I've ever had what would be called an egg custard pie. I've had certainly the uh, the uh, the filling there, but I don't think in a pie form. And she adds, my aunt made chocolate pies. Well, I've had those. They're pretty good. Mom made banana pudding, which is quite good. And my cousin made pumpkin pies. My in-laws do not do pumpkin. They do sweet potato and that's from Moneypenny, who, by the way, knows all and sees all and talks about all kinds of good stuff. You may recall yesterday when I was talking about the way to get uh, the liberals off of assault rifles is to make them pink. And Moneypenny found me some pictures of, in fact, <laughs> pink AR-15s. I think that's priceless. <laughs> Seriously, thank you for that. So Moneypenny knows these things. Anyway, uh, checking some more things that are coming forth about this great, uh, great uh, pie discussion here this afternoon. Um, texter here says, uh, let's see here. Jim, if it pleases you to ask a question I've had for years, I absolutely love the holidays because my wife makes Watergate salad. What I don't know is, is it a side to the meal or a dessert? Well, I did a little investigating here. Watergate salad is also known as a pistachio delight or shut the gate salad. And some call it simply green goop which it is, but it's good good stuff, really. Uh, green goddess salad is also uh, frequently used. Uh, green fluff, green stuff. Uh, I've seen it described as either a side or a dessert salad. To me, the term dessert salad, I must confess, that's an oxymoron, but that's what they call it here. Uh, made from pistachio pudding, canned pineapple, whipped topping, crushed pecans, and marshmallows. I think that it sort of uh, sits on the fence there, Texter. Watergate salad is not certainly what you would call a traditional salad, but uh, for what it's, what it's worth there. Let's see what other, other textures are having to say here. In my Russian family, uh, we start with vodka, then every kind of potato pie you can think of. 
well, all potatoes all the time. That's, I mean, let's face it. What, what is vodka but, but mashed potatoes, really, when you get right down to it, right? Now, I want to collude with that Russian family. Vodka and potato pie. Okay, I can, I can deal with that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, <laughs> to answer Ann's poll question. And, of course, Ann Robards did pose the question. No, it is not okay to refer to Biden as president-elect. It isn't official. It shows a lack of class on the part of his campaign and his fans in the media. Well, that's that was my take from the beginning, uh, that they were doing that deliberately to raise expectations and then make judges fearful of rulings that might make their fans disappointed because sometimes they are rather mean about their disappointment. Yes, anyway. Oh, Texter here, let's see. Texter says... Uh, have a good Thanksgiving, Jim Bohannon. Thank you. Another texter says, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Another texter says, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Afternoon, Big Jim. I like rhubarb pie and sweet potato pie, but it is another beautiful day in Greer. Okay. Well, it, uh, I must be honest with you. It, uh, it wasn't all that beautiful last time I looked out the window, but hey, that's okay. If it's Thanksgiving Eve, how bad can it be? Rhubarb pie. I've had rhubarb pie. Uh, and, and, you know, I must confess that it always raises in my mind the question, what exactly is a rhubarb? You know? Okay, it's uh, 10 minutes now past 4 o'clock here. More textures here. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Jimbo, yes, sir, I am the one that will have sweet potato and pecan casserole and pumpkin pie. And, yes, I have some wonderful homemade dressing that is delicious. Interesting. Homemade dressing. Huh. What kind of dressing, I wonder? Doesn't Doesn't say here. Uh, let's see here. In California and New York, it's pie the Governor Newsom and Cuomo tell you you can have. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Exactly. You can have any kind of pie you want, provided you eat it through a mask and you are no more than six miles from the nearest other human being. Thank you. And yet again a text. Watergate salad! Exclamation point. A bunch of good ideas that turned into a mess. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, Watergate salad is, in fact, a bunch of good ideas. I think it, it turns into a messy good idea myself, but <laughs> I understand what you're saying. It's very well put. Jim, I have a dessert I have made called Yam Delight. I mean, it's like, I guess, like, like, Popeye the Sailor Man. I am what I am. <laughs> Pretzel crust, it says here. Cream cheese made with sugar and Cool Whip. Oh, everything goes with Cool Whip. Cooked sweet potatoes on top, topped with uh, uh, Cool Whip. My family loves it. <laughs> Your family loves Cool Whip, doesn't it? I'll go over that again for those of you who are taking notes here this afternoon. Jim, I have a dessert I have made called Yam Delight. Pretzel crust, okay. Cream cheese made with sugar and Cool Whip. Cooked sweet potatoes on top, topped with more Cool Whip. My family loves it. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. Cornbread dressing. Interesting. Cornbread dressing. Is that dressing made from cornbread or dressing you put on cornbread? doesn't say. Sometimes these texts are very cryptic here. Cajun sausage cornbread dressing. Now, just listen to the description here. This does not give away any ingredients or any recipe, but just just the title. Cajun sausage cornbread dressing. I mean, right off the bat, you know that you're going to have to call 
the Roto-Rooter man to clean out your arteries. But it may be worth it. It may be worth it. All right. It's uh, 413. Let's see what else we got here. Jello shot pie. <laughs> oh, you people are creative today here. Jello shot pie. Uh, chorizo sausage and cornbread stuffing. Mmm. Okay. Jim, as a bachelor, I buy a store-made pumpkin pie. I then bake it for another 10 minutes, then top the filling with pecan halves and spread butter on the nuts and crust. Then I place it under the broiler for three to four minutes to roast the nuts and uh, brown the crust. And then I deep fry it. No, I made I made up the part about deep frying it. <laughs> but you couldn't tell for a second, could you? Let's, let's hear what The Bachelor has to say again. For those of you who are taking great notes here at 106.3 WORD on this Thanksgiving Eve afternoon, Jim, as a bachelor, which should tell you right off the bat, something, I buy a store-made pumpkin pie. I then bake it for another 10 minutes, then top the filling with pecan halves and spread butter on the nuts and crust, then place it under the broiler for three to four minutes, to roast the nuts and brown the crust. Wow. Well, you people, I guess you're all going to go on a diet about January the 2nd, right? Is that how that works? Cornbread and biscuits dressing, it says here. Okay. Uh, I've, I've tasted many a slice of cornbread and many a biscuit covered usually in gravy. I'm not too big on dressing. Oh, Jimbo, forget the dessert. How about the homemade dressing cooked in the old wood cook stove? Now, that's eating Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Oh, the old cook wood cook stove. You know, the thing about the old wood cook stove, uh, you better know what you're doing in terms of the temperature and the like. If you really know how to use your wood cook stove, you can produce some wonderful stuff there. But if you don't, you're talking about uh, burned or raw all right. More to come. Uh, Bohannon in here for, uh, for the, uh, the Bobby Mack. And this is 106.3 WORD. Also uh, 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. 101.5 FM in Anderson. Everywhere on the Radio.com app. It is now 4.15, my friend. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
How do you do? And thanks for being with us here. It's 21 past 4 o'clock. Uh, we'll get back to the uh, great uh, stuffing, dressing, dessert uh, discussion here in a second. And uh, Money Penny, by the way, has given me some education. But first, Dean in Cashville on another uh, topic entirely. Hello, Dean. Hello, Bob. Uh, good gravy. It's almost Bob. Week, it's I'm almost sorry. Bob. Hello, there you go. It's Jim, almost Bob. I apologize. Okay. Real quick, rhubarb is a weed that people then add a pound of sugar to to make it palatable. I don't know if you can tell, but my mother was not a fan. On Iron Chef, they actually had a, they required the contestants, the chefs, to use rhubarb. It was so hard to find something to do, one of them used in a cocktail. (laughs) uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people that love it, but it's kind of like, I'm going to say it's kind of like blood pudding. Excuse me. It's just Uh. something that they had that they used. Okay. Well, there's my five. I've never been big on blood pudding. uh, Okay. So you are familiar with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're familiar with the 1857 Dred Scott decision. It was a Supreme Court ruling that basically said uh, a slave is property. Right. Well, it it was very instrumental in, uh, I hate to use the word radicalizing, but it pushed the, the, uh, Republican Party into the Civil War because they felt the deck was stacked against them. Now, here's what I here's a scenario that I hypothesized. If, and I don't know if a uh, Biden presidency would do this or if we've already hit this point, but the Convention of States relies on it, it's been proposed it's been proposed by certain members there is of an the effort right. underway thought, to call an article 5 convention of the states that is correct it would be for specific purposes principally to exactly. uh, rein in the powers of the federal government but uh, yes uh, there is such a, an right. effort underway now I, my thought ran along the lines of could this election result in increasing the numbers of those in favor of a convention of states. Uh, could it? I don't. I don't know that it necessarily uh, would. I mean, uh, first of all, nothing that an Article Five convention of the states could do would affect what has already happened. It could only affect things down the oh, no. road. So nothing done in a, in a convention of states. It, they would propose constitutional, which, if adopted, would take effect in the future. So I'm not quite sure what impact oh, yes. this election would have other than to make people dissatisfied with the status quo. I don't know. Well, I, uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes, of course, referred to the Dred Scott decision as a fire bell in the night. And my thought is that should there be a Biden presidency, that the people on the 
Trump side uh, would be looking for something. And I'm not saying this is a, the solution or a solution, but at the same time, um, I um, it, it was a, one thing that made me think this was I'm not sure there's a lot of middle ground left. I think that this an article five convention of the states, Dean, would propose changes to the Constitution. Uh, what changes uh, would you propose? I, I, I mean, in other words, what changes would you like to see coming out of such a convention that would have any impact on this election? Oh. Uh, mostly this election is centered around issues of vote fraud and questions of things that are already quite covered by the, the law uh, anyway, if you if you enforce it. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. quite sure yeah. how the oh, two no, mix not... together. I, I'm just missing the point, I guess, somehow. Right. Oh, yes, yes. I apologize. What I, I'm thinking more in a, I guess, a larger um, strategic uh, movement level, not so much this election. I'm thinking more of this election being the, um, I hate to use the word ignition, but it's um, being the impetus for a larger movement, such as well, I can I can understand there are a lot of people who are very unhappy with what appears to be the outcome. Therefore, since you're right. talking about a specific mechanism which would change the Constitution, mm -hmm. what do you think might possibly be uh, impelled by the current level of dissatisfaction? What would you like to see, or do you think you might see coming out of such a convention? You are you are saying that we are unhappy, and therefore we're in the mood for yeah. a change to the Constitution. And what would that change be? I, I, that's what I don't quite understand well and that's that you're that's the point exactly because i think that we are right now the level of disconnect between the two sides is so broad that it's scary and um well it is somewhat scary but i'm not sure what a constitutional amendment even if adopted would do to change that we are a very divided country we have divided views on the size of government divided views on the economic system to be mm -hmm. used divided views on the role of a family we are divided right down the line in a lot of ways I, but i again i'm not sure quite how a constitutional convention would address the division the division would still be there and i'm not I'm not either, but my the I'm just as a theory. I'm wondering, would this move what we're seeing right now? Could it move that forward? Because the one side they go out in the streets, the other side doesn't. And right. my, I guess my thought was, what would what would the response be? I don't know, but I just. Um, I, well, I mean, I guess to sum I up, here, we're, we're approaching a, a break for the news on, on the on the half hour here. But yes, but I guess to sum up, uh, there is a general level of dissatisfaction. That is quite true. And uh, the, oh, that yeah. level is looking for some way to manifest itself. Also quite true. Exactly. Uh, a constitution convention is designed specifically to recommend changes to the Constitution. Most of our division does not fall along the lines of what's in the Constitution. Our division falls along the line 
of uh, of other uh, profound and basic issues, but not uh, not this particular one. So I guess that while uh, I certainly happen to support the notion of an Article 5 Constitutional Convention of the States, mm-hmm. I don't see it satisfying the national divide at this particular time, Dean. That oh, would no, be my would. thoughts. Well, well. in any event, we got to wrap, but uh, appreciate your call and your thoughts. And uh, this is Jimbo for Bobby Mack. It's now 429. Good afternoon, and thank you for being with us today, 24 before 5 o'clock on uh, Wednesday, the 25th, Thanksgiving Eve, and we'll get right back to your calls at the Ingalls Advantage talk line of 1-800-347-1063 in a second. I must uh, make known a uh, story in the news, and that is the uh, uh, president has uh, granted a full pardon to uh, Michael Flynn, uh, former White House National Security Advisor, who, of course, was browbeaten into a... uh, a guilty plea by uh, uh, people who themselves should be under indictment. Uh, For the record, General Flynn was not charged with perjury, which requires a material false statement made under oath with intent to deceive. A perjury prosecution was never involved in that case. It would have been, for example, appropriate and under the rule of law if the Justice Department had prosecuted former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe for his multiple lies under oath in an investigation of a leak that only he knew he had caused. In addition, we should note that there was uh, tremendous pressure placed on Michael Flynn, who was honest with FBI agents. Uh, They knew he was. Briefed that to McCabe and uh, others three different times. Uh, Abusive prosecutors often force innocent people to plead guilty with painful frequency. The Mueller special counsel operation specialized in prosecutorial terror tactics, uh, repulsive to anything that justice is supposed to mean. So this is justice at its best. The pardon was well-deserved. Now let's get back to some calls here, and uh, Tom is on his cell phone this afternoon. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Or Tom is on his cell phone. Tom is is Tom not there? Oh. Yeah, Tom. Yes, there. Tom, Can you're you on me? the radio. What's on your mind? Okay, yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the convention of states and some of the things that you could actually do. Uh, one of those would be require a voter, I mean, a photo ID uh, for voting, as well as eliminating mail-in voting altogether and uh, other things that could uh, minimize voter fraud in general. You could do that. Of course, the the Constitutional Convention of the States could in and of itself do nothing. It could recommend what you just said, and that would then be subject to ratification by three-quarters of the states. But it could recommend that. Yes, it could. Yeah, I think it could help out with that, especially if the... um, uh, if the Senate uh, went to the Democrats and uh, enough people felt that uh, they were taking advantage of what they're trying to do there, uh, they could come in and uh, with the Convention of States uh, repeal or turn back some of the things that they're trying to do, maybe keep them from uh, stacking the Supreme Court or adding additional states. And other things. Yeah. Keep in mind one of thing, of course, as the as a convention of states, uh, this particular convention of states now being considered, uh, uh, I don't know if that could be added to their agenda, which is strictly one of reigning in federal power, perhaps. But again, don't forget, you would still have to have 38 states 
that ratified this before it became part of the Constitution. Or put another way, any 13 states could block ratification. And I'm afraid that most of what you've suggested, while good ideas, would, would get blocked at some point. That's my fear. Well, might be worth looking into. It is certainly worth looking into, absolutely. I I support the idea of a constitutional convention of the states under Article 5 of the Constitution, as I fully recognize that there is a high hurdle for any uh, constitutional amendment and that probably most of the ones that we need would, in fact, be blocked. You can find... 13 liberal state legislatures out there who could uh, could do that. But in any event, uh, yes, I- interesting thoughts that I would love to see uh, brought to uh, to the discussion. Yes, absolutely. 1-800-347-1063 is our Ingalls Advantage talk line. 1-800-347-1063. And the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. 71307. Back on some of the things that we were... Uh, we're talking about before uh, I had had when I was talking with you uh, and your various text messages regarding dressing I must confess that I had been thinking of only salad dressing and uh, as I was explained to be my money penny I know I am not uh, handy in the kitchen but stuffing uh, tends to be fairly loose like stovetop things and dressing in this context uh, tends to be that which is baked and then cut into squares so that would explain my uh, my confusion with uh, some of the, uh, the discussion that was uh, was brought up earlier here, but uh, just to go over some of the uh, the texts that were sent in, uh, which is to say a lot. Oh, let's see here, molasses cake or shorty pie. Okay, a sister in Beaufort makes oyster dressing. Okay. All right. Uh, story about pie. My co-worker and I ate sack lunches daily. One day I opened my pie container and he looked over and said, how did you get a piece of my wife's pie? I told him I bought it at the store. He was upset and said, my wife says she bakes me a pie every week. She buys it at the store. Oh, well, congratulations on contributing to the breakup of a marriage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, texter says, thank God for all the grandmother's and mothers who can make Southern cornbread dressing. Amen. All right, there you go. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Homemade dressing is made from cooked cornbread, chicken or turkey broth, eggs, onions, celery, rubbed sage, and salt, and some people do uh, put uh, bread crumbs in it. Absolutely the best dressing ever. Okay. Very good here. Hey, Jimbo, for me it is pecan pie, also cranberry orange Pecan relish. Uh, some of the relishes are pretty good. The cranberry and orange relishes, yeah. Uh, this becomes a killer topping for the leftover turkey and dressing subs consumed with college football on a Friday. Go Tar Heels, says this texture. Well, one of our North Carolina listeners, I'm sure. Uh, beat Notre Dame. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to all of you and all of my WORD Listeners, fill in Powdersville. Okay. Another texture adds rhubarb, the lemon of the Midwest. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here, here, here. Uh, and then back to some of the serious stuff we were getting into here. Uh, 
for those who wonder what's wrong with with uh, some, the radical Dems, the mainstream media, and some of the Republicans, like Romney, perhaps they should visit a swamp. A swamp is dark, smelly, deep, and filled with all kinds of critters you cannot trust. Warning, never turn your back on the swamp. Always stay uh, vigilant. Uh, okay. Okay, very good. Uh, hey, Jimbo, Constitution changes in our election process. Just one, how about eliminating the circus of election night that would cripple the media and the swing states and counties that delay their vote count? I'm not sure. Uh, how about eliminating the circus of election night? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Well, we, we don't count the votes? I, I That's not at all clear to me. The circus of election night. I'm not quite sure what they mean by, by some change that would eliminate that. I mean, you count the votes. I would they like to see the whole voting process and the vote counting process subject to uh, uh, considerable security and uh, and uh, considerable scrutiny. But I'm not sure exactly how eliminating the circus of election night, whatever that is supposed to mean, would uh, would help here. And then back to the other topic here: buttermilk pie. Okay, we we are all over the map here this afternoon, folks. And uh, we will uh, continue. Uh, we're, we're coming up on a break here. I'll continue with more calls in uh, just a second here. But uh, in the meantime, Jimbo Hannon for Bob McLean. And uh, here we are at this 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson. Everywhere on the Radio.com app, the time now is 15 before 5. And good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today at 106.3 WORD, where we have the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 1-800-347-1063. And uh, Will in Greenville calls in. Hi, Will. Hey, Jimbo. Hey, I just wanted to make a point about the Constitutional Convention. I believe it is, whenever whenever that starts, it is our House of Representatives and the Senate that represents each of their respective states. And I, well, not I not in the Constitutional uh, Convention, it's not. No. First of all, there isn't one uh, yet. There is an effort underway to call for such a convention. Uh, but uh, the Congress, per se, has nothing to do uh, with that, except that once two-thirds of the states call for such a convention, the Congress is required by the Constitution to, in fact, answer that call and to uh, to set up the uh, the convention uh, to to operate. That's the only way that the House and the Senate are involved in this effort. Okay, so what do they uh, do? They set forth delegates or something from each state. Is that well, they they would they would they would arrange for the convention to be called. Delegates would be selected from from each state. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and then also my other point. My point. Well, my point was if it was the representatives we have now, I wouldn't trust them with a hot bag of dog turds. Uh, right now, but um, the 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 other point about a constitutional convention not only can they change, but they can also take away. Uh, well, they, no, they well, can't. So they I, can't I change know. anything, and they can't take away anything. Will again, a constitutional convention can recommend. It cannot do anything by itself. Nothing. Nada. Zero. Okay. okay. So then, what, what would be the I mean, what would be the point of one, 
The point is that it is the process outlined in the Constitution. If, in fact, such a convention is called and it recommends certain things, then those constitutional amendments, those proposed amendments, would be submitted to the 50 states, and if 38 of them ratified a given amendment, it would then become a part of the Constitution. But the the convention itself would have no say-so. It could recommend, and the states would then decide what became a part of the Constitution. Okay. Well, I was a little unclear. I was, I was, I was thinking, you know, do we really want to trust these people? But uh, I guess I was way off. But well, I mean, I, I the, the, you're talking about the fear of a runaway constitutional convention, and it wouldn't matter. A, a a constitutional convention could recommend that only left-handed people could vote. So what? You think 38 states would ratify that? No, nothing wild and crazy no. would get through that. No, no, but I mean, if they recommend to remove certain amendments, I mean, oh, they could recommend the repeal of an amendment. They could, but again, it that wouldn't matter. Then, then the states would have to decide: Do we want to repeal that amendment? Yes. Okay. So I was okay. A little, a little off of my understanding then. That's okay. No, a lot of people have a, have a confusion about the, the notion of what a constitutional convention can do. The simple way to remember it is a constitutional convention would be called to recommend changes. It would not have the power to change anything. It could recommend changes. It would take 38 states ratifying a given change to make it part of the Constitution. All right, sir. Thank you. As uh, we have now uh, uh, four minutes, six minutes, pardon me, before uh, 5 p.m., and here's Ralph in Spartanburg. Hello, Ralph. All right, I'm not going to talk about anything that serious. But well, good you for you. Exile to Siberia if you do not like sweet potato pie. Well, now, you know, I'm not even sure I've ever had sweet potato pie. I've had sweet, oh, I've had my sweet God, potatoes. It's a piece of heaven. When they were Is in it? the desert, the Israelites, when God sent <laughs> manna, it was sweet potato pie. <laughs> you know this for a fact. Were you there? Were yes, you yes. there? No, <laughs> and also, I'm making cornbread to make cornbread stuffing. You're kind of dropping that in yes. and out on me there, Ralph. Want to try I'm that again? Cornbread. I made cornbread oh, excellent. stuffing the first time last year. And it was Outstanding. so good. I'm making it again this year. And if well, I, I Cornbread is a wonderful week, thing. I, yeah. If I get by the corn, cornbread week, is I wonderful. I bring you guys a sweet potato. If I get well, by the end of this week, I, I bring you a sweet potato pie. You are a kind soul, Ralph, and we thank you very much. Uh, and uh, the only person here is me, so I'd get location. the whole thing. Uh, Money Penny, <laughs> hey, Money Penny gets the whole thing. thing. Is that what Money Penny is saying? I missed that. All she needs Money, is Money Penny would get the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, clearly, I'm going to have to avail myself of some sweet potato pie. As I said, I have had sweet potatoes. I will tell you uh, a little story. My my uh, my late father-in-law hated sweet potatoes. Hated, hated, hated. For there was a period of time when he and his wife, when they were were young and poor, uh, for a while could eat nothing but sweet potatoes. And uh, I guarantee you, he would consider that torture in violation of the Geneva Conventions. Now, I have no harbor no such bias against sweet potatoes. And I'm quite open to trying sweet potato pie. I must confess the notion that it would get involved in the great pecan versus pumpkin debate strikes me as uh, as unlikely. Not in my mind. It might be an also ran. It might be something else to be included. But, but that would be it. 
Well, you 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 sound like you're kind of I guess uh, underneath maybe. Uh, <laughs> you sound like you're under some cherry pie filling, is what you sound like there, Ralph. Your phone is getting kind of uh, gurgly on us there. All right, but anyway, thank you for sharing that. Another vote, another unsolicited endorsement of sweet potato pie. I will clearly have to have this uh, uh, thoroughly investigated by my taste buds. That works. All right. Let's see here. Uh, welcome back, Jimbo, to the Upstate, where you can have peanut butter and mayonnaise on your banana sandwich. <laughs> Who is this, Elvis Presley sending that? Welcome back, Jimbo, to the Upstate, where you can have peanut butter and mayonnaise on your banana sandwich. I suppose, as long as you deep fry it. All right? Yeah. Rhubarbs, uh, we've been covering so much territory today. Rhubarbs grow in stalks like celery, but it is a mite more tangy. I've had rhubarbs, but I can't remember when. Let's see here. How about you and uh, Bobby Mac put me in your will pie? Uh, no, I don't think that would work. I don't. I, I'm not going to have a will. I'm going to have a won't. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm going to fill out. Let's see here. Why should I know how North Carolina voted while my voting stations are still open? No results should be given until all the voting stations are closed, counted, and reported. Uh, I can buy that. I can buy that voting results being announced uh, while some people are still voting. Yeah, at least on races that are so affected on the presidential race. I don't think there's it. Well, anyway, we'll talk more coming up here. Three minutes before five. Stay tuned. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 